Welcome to Secret Lives of Expanders. This is where we get to meet and learn from those who have done things outside of the box. And the idea is to introduce you to entrepreneurs, creators, healers, um, anybody who has done something wild, something out there. And today was really cool because I had a friend of mine, Eric Balance, on here. Him and I got connected because we are both platinum partners with Tony Robbins and in that circle. And his content and, and conversations have always resonated with me. So I wanted to bring him on the show and um, hear his story and also pass on his wisdom in this episode to you guys. We talked about his journey from addiction to his recovery and he did rehab with indigenous elders all over the world all the way to being on Tony Robbins' stage and now having a massive impact with his community and in the world. His journey is so inspiring. And one of the things that we talked about that stands out in this conversation is how we need to shed identities and people and experiences in life in general to create a vacuum for a new life, a new identity that sort of matches our world now or where we want to go. Um, we talked about dropping the ego and dropping those identities and um, being able to shift um, into our or getting in touch with our higher self. This is a concept I share a lot about inside of Elevate Club, um, different levels of what we call our identity and how to shift out and in or how to drop certain pieces uh, that don't serve us. If you're in Elevate Club or if you're a student with Elevate, you've probably heard me say that your identity drives your behavior. Um, sure, that makes sense. If I believe that I'm a fit person, I probably won't have to effort to go to the gym. But what if I'm not? How do I quote unquote change my identity or drop a piece of identity that doesn't serve me? Well, I won't be teaching you how to pretend to have another identity or how to fake it or anything like that. But the concepts that I will teach you will allow you to tap into the version of you that is already fit. Uh, it's already inside of you. That's, that's abundant, that is in love, in joy, is spiritual, is wealthy, it's, it is whatever you want it to be. Um, I, I want to share this message that you already where you are have access to that dream life. You might just need to unlearn some things and uh, like I said, drop certain parts of your identity that don't serve you. And so this conversation is super juicy with Eric today. And if any of this resonates with you and you want to learn more, you can check out Elevate Club you can go to www.elevate.me, but that elevate is spelled E-L-I-V-A-T-E. Or you can just connect with me on social media and tell me if things resonate or if you have a question. As always, I hope you enjoy this episode with Eric. It's super juicy and I hope you subscribe and I get to connect with you. everyone and welcome back to another episode of Secret Lives of Expanders. And today I have someone super special here with me, 
Eric Balance, and he, him and I, this, this is going to be our first meeting together on here. I'm super excited to get to know him. It seems we are on similar paths, which is why I've asked him to be here, but also he's just just an incredible human being from everything that I see and hear. He is a conscious entrepreneur, creator, an international artist, and he sees his art as the way he sees the world through his own map of the world, which is pretty unique. And he's done some really incredible things. His mission is um, simple, to embody loving and courageous wisdom, to empower all of us to balance the kindness in our hearts with the world we see around us. And he's absolutely committed to making his own life have this very meaning as well. So super excited to have you with me here, Er Eric. Thank you for giving me your time. Thank you. Thank you for this beautiful invitation. I'm excited to expand and grow and uh, learn from one another. Amazing. All right. Well, first things first, I, I know I asked you this before we got started. Um, your last name, Eric Balance, uh, you mentioned that I asked you if that was your real uh, last name. Can you give me the journey behind that? Yeah. So uh, for me, when I started, uh, I think going down this journey, like consciously, let's say, uh, mm. was about five years ago. And when I started, I was working with an amazing uh, individual that was really a guiding light. He, he, he's a good friend of mine today. Uh, and his curiosity, my, my Polish name is Lychuk, and it's very different, difficult to... Uh, pronounced when you see it spelt mm -hmm. and he really saw in me which i didn't really see in myself yet uh how i am able to really dance with my energies inside and how i'm really curious but also strong and and extremely powerful in 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 my presence so he's like you know i think that you're balanced and i was really focusing on balancing my health journey right? Like with, with the way that I wanted to identify with the world. And, and I don't know for me at that time, if I was aware of the balance of my energies, but mm -hmm. I was aware that I was wanting to live a more balanced life. Mm -hmm. And so I, I really took to that and, and I thought about it and I said, yeah, you know, like this is something that really speaks to me because I always want to bring the best parts of me out. And if I think in life, how can we always balance a lot of all of our experiences of life, our, our navigation, our um, abilities to, to dance with this energy that, you know, triggers us and also making sure that it's something that comes from a, a genuine place by not uh, expressing ourselves in a way that is like a bull in a china shop, but more about the sensitivity of other people's maps of the world. And as I, as I learned about myself over the years, this really, this balance started to happen. It started to just uh, show up in my own world, in my own reality. And I was able to really embrace that and, and, mm -hmm. and learn about myself. And then seeking that balance was, was a great gift. And so now balance means a lot more to me where how can I really balance my awareness and bring it to this reality? Uh, bring it to this physical presence, bring it to this embodiment, 
not just in the way that I want to treat everybody as I want to be treated, but also in the way that we create. And so I see, you know, uh, with, if you think of, you know, heaven is, is somewhere where needs to be outside of us that, I, that I've been conditioned for a long time to believe, uh, I've realized that, Hey, heaven, heaven is actually in my, in my heart and it comes through me. And if it comes through me, I can balance heaven into the physical space and to earth by the things that I'm committed on a daily basis to uh, create, to make happen. So. I love that. So um, a couple of things. One, as you mentioned, your journey and this process started five years ago. Was, Was there something usually when there's something like that, there's some kind of transformation, some kind of pain or struggle. Was, was that the case or what was, what was life like then? Uh, yeah. I mean, I was married at that time. Uh, and I was with an amazing person, but I wasn't not, but, and I wasn't, uh, really focused on the, I wasn't showing up in my best self. And I felt like I was really hiding behind a mask. I wasn't expressing myself in the way that I think that I, I, I was called to. Mm-hmm. And so it was about knowing that there's something deeper inside me mm-hmm. that was curious to come out. And as a result of fo- following that, it gave me the courage to trust in that intuitive behavior, to trust in what I really want to wanted to create and entrust in my new identity and an identity that I always saw myself mm. able to, to cultivate and knowing that I wasn't actually stepping into that yet. So that was an awakening in myself. And the, that was painful because I think, you know, we're conditioned by so many things outside of us to tell us what we need to be and how we need to live our lives. Mm-hmm. And I was not going to allow myself to live a life of regret or disharmony. I was going to create something that I knew that was coming from such a deep source, but I didn't know how. And this maneuver of like wanting to be inside of my mind constantly to figuring out the how was something that I actually just needed to let go of. And that was the greatest gift is, you know, when I spent time with Tony and seeing the like intention of the way that he showed up, it was the mirror that I needed to see Mm -hmm. to say it's, you can do this. Like you not only can do this, but you can step into a real great role and embody this Mm -hmm. at your like most sovereign level. And if you, can see the magic in the way that Tony is doing it. This is something that you can model. You know, Tony talks a lot about modeling. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you model somebody that you really can resonate with at a high frequency uh, and you can truly own it, Mm -hmm. own it in all ways, then you will start to become the version of you that you've always seen. Mm. Not, it's not like I want it to be Tony or I want to be Tony. I want to be Eric. I'm Eric. You know, mm-hmm. it was beautiful to have the mirror because the mirror is still the same energy that's coming through Tony and myself. Right. Yeah. It's about 
stepping into the, the energy, that high frequency of energy that I am. Yeah. Absolutely. And so for those people who I know you're referring to Tony, not I know you and I know each other from Tony Robbins. We're both uh, platinum partners and that's how we got connected, I believe. And um, so just to clarify for everybody who's listening, but you have you dropped in some really good gems. So one is I do think anytime you have someone in front of you and you sort of look up to that or, or the, the, there's certain characteristics or traits in them that you love. The only reason you love that, or the only reason that resonates is because you already have it in you. It just perhaps needs to be, some things need to be unlearned or uncovered for you to be able to express that fully. Um, so that's a beautiful thing. And then you talked about, this is what I want to know more of, as you said, trusting that new identity. I'm because What you're describing, Eric, is such a struggle for most people. We have such solid patterns that hold us back, the the way you're supposed to do things, the way your parents have done it, the way traditionally things have been done, whether it's in business or in life in general. And the whole point of this podcast of the expanders is to interview people who've done things sort of outside of the matrix, if you would. And so what is a a couple of questions with that? One is what was that process like to unhook from the matrix, to identify with and trust the new identity to, you know, how did you do that? What were the the struggles, the pain points of that? Yeah. So when I was growing up, I always felt in this identity and super challenged by the outside world because I didn't understand, understand myself. And so I, I kept being told by society's expectations or my parents' expectations of how I needed to show up. And I, I rebelled. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, you know, like this is not how I want to be. And so I turned to a lot of things that were part of my darkness because it allowed me to say, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I don't care what anybody says, or I don't care what anybody. So I'm going to step into my darkness. And that darkness led me to selling drugs, to becoming a drug addict, to uh, being addicted to crack cocaine. And these things actually gave me um, the ability to know how dark I can become. Mm. And, and, and the, the, the powerful egoic structure that I was so like fueled by because I was co- absolutely committed to breaking uh, out of the mold, out of, out of what society needed me to be. And I was like, I'm not this person. I'm not what you guys believe. And so this was like, this was a key component because my father, when after like three years of me, like disappearing and not knowing where I was and like things like really putting my parents through grief, he asked me a question. And this question was, can you not, can you go to rehab? Not for me or not for you, but can you do this for your future self? And it was in that moment, in that question that something within me ignited. Mm -hmm. It was, it was like, I saw myself step my my soul step out of me look at me in the face and say it's time mm. and, and 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 that was a huge turning point in my own awareness because it gave me the courage to heal to start healing this dark part of me that i was rebelling with 
And with this rebellion, with this like healing of this rebel, you know, Mm -hmm. I started to learn about what really is going on. So I spent time, you know, in like indigenous, uh, an indigenous rehab where for eight weeks I was spending time with elders, really learning about wisdom, about like intentional, you know, spiritual wisdom. And it was, it was magical. It was magical for me because I, I, I could never ever feel disconnected unless I was high and it was a fake connect. It was like a, it was like a fake expression. This was real. And so th- like, it, it felt to me like, wow. Okay. So maybe my parents were, were telling me to go down the right path and I wasn't listening, but then I tried to go to like university and I, I, I got a degree and, and then I tried to like, you know, get married. And then I tried to do like, you know, the, the, the corporate job. And then I, all of these things. And I still didn't feel, um, I didn't feel an alignment. And this lack of alignment asked me to kept coming back to myself, kept coming back to my internal, like, no, Eric, you're way more creative than this. You can continue to go bigger. You can continue to like try other things. You can continue to learn more about yourself. And so the pain in me was about recognizing that the pain was coming from outside. When I ever, when I came, came back into myself, mm-hmm. I became free. Mm-hmm. So it, it was like, the I read there was a pattern here, and the pattern was wow, pain is actually taking me away from my presence, who I am. Mm-hmm. And so, if if my presence is my strength, I need to trust in myself. I can't trust in anything outside of me, I can only trust in the things that resonate with what's within me. Mm-hmm. And that's then what, like, as I as I learned more about that, that uh, pleasure within myself, right. I started to seek people that were of resonance and the greatest resonance for me in like in the world uh, at that time was Tony Robbins. Mm -hmm. And I needed something so powerful that was gonna like make me wake the fuck up and say, you have some sort of like magic within you that is willing to express itself mm-hmm. that was the beginning of really this like unlocking and i remember i was at date with destiny and tony got really sick that day or that year uh in in australia he had mercury poisoning he could barely like uh he, he rolled he rolled on stage uh after a few days where uh, in a wheelchair and like it was profound right and that time when he was sick the the one time i think ever that tony was sick and not being able to be on stage they pulled me on stage Mm. and that moment i got to express my mission to be loving and courageous wisdom to empower myself and others and the whole room just like for 45 minutes we were working on my mission in front of the whole room at day with destiny and Tony wasn't with me. It was me and Joe, Joe McLennan. Uh, mm-hmm. And that was the one time that Tony hasn't done it. That was the one time ever that Tony hasn't done it. Right. And so this was my gift to offering my wisdom, that shared wisdom that him and I connected with because source intelligence, infinite eternal, our eternal teacher believed enough for me to step on and own that space. 
And it was something that I definitely anchored because it was the beginning of my journey. I was, I was, you know, still out of alignment, although I had this intention, intensity and intention, I was taking steroids. I was really big. I was like fully, um, it, it, there was, there was, there was a lack of integrity in, in certain areas of my life. And so that lack of integrity showed up in a lot of other circumstances in my life that I needed to then go learn about over the past, since that happened over the past three and a half years to put myself into a higher, higher resonance, into a higher alignment. Mm. Wow. That's incredible, Eric. So it was it was part of the journey, first of all, just like in awe of your story, uh, but also I'm curious um, when you had that experience and when you, and not even just with that experience, but in general, as you're tapping more into the things that are in alignment with you, um, do you feel that you had to do more or was it more about releasing the things that were not in alignment? Was it about finding things, people, experiences, events that are in alignment or was it more so about releasing the things that were out of alignment? Yeah, uh, it's the latter. So uh, I was at that point extremely, you know, in in levels of consciousness, I would say I was like a level four, level five. Mm -hmm. And so I was very focused on rules and absolute truth, but also then around uh, level five being striver and achiever in consciousness. So I was extremely focused on myself. I was like, I don't want a relationship. I don't want anything. I just want to be achieved. I want to just succeed. I just, it's about me <laughs> and I really focused on this egoic structure. And so this egoic structure was extremely uh, conditioned to think that the world owed me something, right? Mm-hmm. The, the world was, was, yeah, like I needed to go and rescue somebody or, or, or I needed to like, be I was a victim of some sort of circumstance or things like this. And and what showed up in my world was exactly that was I was around transformational people doing incredible things and focused solely on what it meant to have an external space of abundance. Mm. And I didn't resonate it because I never, nothing for me, like to me, you know, this or it doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. like the, 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 the material world is just an expression of what's inside of us. Mm-hmm. And so I noticed that these patterns I was around to the, to, from the, from the, the women I was meeting to the friends that I was hanging out, there was a lot of this material focal point, mm-hmm. right? Like, how are we going to make money? In fact, it was what I was seeing. So even if, even if their intention was right, I was only seeing that they were focused on the money. And so that, that was a big reflection for me, right? Because even if they weren't, even if their map of the world was of service, I only saw that they were focused on the dollar bill. And so I was like, I focused now on competition with them. I focused a lot on really uh, competition with myself, right? Because I was really competing with me. I was not allowing myself to really express to who I really was. So I was learning from people and then trying to compete with them. And it, it, it wasn't, 
in the highest state of integrity uh, that allowed me to um, be who I am. Yeah, you know, it's such a what you're describing, which I think an average individual definitely experienced, majority of the population experiences this sense of going through life and it's an outside in perspective, right? Instead of an inside out, above, down, inside out, we say as chiropractors off the to- all the time. But it's an outside in experience where you look around and then you that determines not only how you feel, but what you should be doing and, and how you should act and what you should experience and all the things instead of going inside out. And I think the one of the hardest things, and I'm curious what your thoughts are on this. I'm sure you have plenty of wisdom here. Um, the hardest thing for people to, to do is to go inward. And, and what is, you know, they say that the longest journey you take is from here, which is your brain, your mind, your, your left brain, typically all the way into your heart. This, what is this six inches or so? (laughs) This is the longest journey you'll ever take. So what advice do you have for people who are in that space where they need to go inward? Like, how do you tap into inside of like, who am I? What do I want to experience? And just kind of clear out all the things that we've learned. How do you do that? So the first thing that I've learned over the time is language, right? Like our language patterns, uh, you know, abracadabra, like we speak into existence, right? So if we really believe in speaking into existence and the resonance and frequency of the language, we're going to start speaking to ourselves in a capacity that's a lot higher frequency. Mm -hmm. And in fact, a lot of language and the dictionary and things that we commonly say are meant to keep us at a very limited state. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you think of the word mindset, right, we're, that's a conditioning to be set in the mind. Mm-hmm. And that literally that word is helping presupposing that we need to live of the mind. Mm-hmm. And in fact, the mind is not what, who we are. We are not of the mind. The mind is a tool. If we are used by the mind, then we totally forget like who we are. Mm -hmm. And so if we tap into a heart set where we set ourselves at our heart, we now cultivate an expansion that's infinite. Mm -hmm. And we use the mind to amplify it right? We amplify it through the third eye. We amplify it through our awareness. We amplify it through our crown, but we do not, we are not the mind. We are the observers of the mind. Mm -hmm. And if we listen to our heart, the intelligence in our heart, the heart set intelligence, which is where source comes from, which is what connects us deeply to our intuition, right? We can come from a centered space, which is, you know, from our hara, from, from the lowest Dantian. Mm -hmm. And this, this cultivates where you now move and flow energy. And more importantly, you can influence energy, but not, but, and taking that time is one of the greatest challenges for anyone to do because we are conditioned to think that what our thoughts are, are who we are. Mm-hmm. What our thoughts are is not who we are. It's I always ask people, you know, how are you feeling? And people are looking at me like, 
what do you mean? Like the other day I asked a, a woman, I said, how are you feeling? She's like, what do I look bad? I was like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> that's normally what I ask people when they don't look so good. I was like, well, that's your story. Like the feeling is the physiology. The feeling is, 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 is if you can pay attention, the feeling is an infinite level of intelligence communicating with you. And if you're listening to that, you can communicate through your mind mm -hmm. about this feeling and this feeling will cultivate a, a transformation in your immediate reality or not, depending on, depending on what your state is, but the mind, the setting of the mind, if we set ourselves into a mindset, you know, like then we're stuck there. We're mm -hmm. stuck in our mind. Mm -hmm. And so I've learned how to really take the time to go and, and, and nature has really been, like I said, Tony was like the, the, the scraping of the surface after Tony, I spent time, you know, in the jungles uh, in Brazil and in Ecuador and in Mexico and Spain and Middle East and in Australia. And I've spent time with nature. Mm -hmm. I learned from our ultimate source. I learned from the infinite source, from the birds to the waterfalls, to the ocean, to the mountains, to the wind. And then I started to learn when you're in silence and you're really willing to listen you start to pay attention to the things that are happening inside of you and how actually as a result of those feelings within you, everything starts to, to, to reflect and respond. And the more our bodies are made up of 85% water above, maybe a little bit more or less, depending on who you talk to. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> there's a book about... Uh, you know, the wisdom of how you speak to water, right? So language and frequency, when we, when we put good energy into ourselves, right? It, we're essentially putting good energy into the water within ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so if we're now listening to the, and, and those, those frequencies, right? So when the birds or the wind or anything around you is showing up, right? There's a frequency that's connected with those sounds and those, 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 those movements to your internal body mm -hmm. and and this now is speaking like so so there's a there's a there's like a a frequency shift and and that frequency shift within your body is allowing you to hear and listen to what the birds are telling you to what the what the what the wind is telling you you can pay attention to your breath and understand that your breath as you breathe out all of a sudden a gust of wind just starts to and you realize that it's actually an interconnectedness. Mm. It's fascinating. And I got more curious and I spent more time and I spent more of an understanding of how am I going to start to make sure that I'm not just listening anymore, but I'm now able to influence it. Mm. Because the more I learned about my, like when I was a kid and I, I realized, hey, heaven isn't, like I always saw heaven or like my, my, my growing up as a place where we all get to play together. We all get to like achieve things together. We're doing things as like in the park, like a playground. Mm -hmm. And so I always felt like this since I was a little boy and like, I always just wanted to everybody to be happy, you know? And if that's what I saw inside of me, why can't I create that in the real, real expression? Of, of it. And so I started realizing I'm going to influence a place or, or, or a space or any environment that I walk into and going to all these different places around the world, 
I started to manifest that. I started to step into these uh, completely different environments, not knowing anybody and having the courage to embody that, that, that level of reference to say, Hey, like we have this responsibility, even if you don't agree with me because I'm disrupting the status quo, or even if you don't agree with me, let's have like a radical transparent and radical, honest conversation to see what aligns and what, what is created here, because I could still be in rapport with you and have compassion to your map of the world as long as I have compassion to my own. Mm -hmm. And so having and learning that level of frame of reference was about, okay, I'm going to step into a new identity, which is my first step. I'm going to step into this identity. I'm going to step into this knowing and this heart set intelligence, right? After feeling it, you know, understanding it cognitively, tapping in through the nature emotionally, learning about my body. And then now I'm going to physically step into that identity. So once I stepped into that identity, I then, okay, I could look around and I could say, okay, I'm going to have the confidence and the efficacy to really influence from that new identity. And as those patterns started to duplicate, I started to manifest new patterns. I started to see how this was like a, a constant shift in, in my reality. Mm-hmm. And then as a result of that, I started to practice this self-love because I was like, wow, I'm showing up in my new identity. I'm having the confidence. This is the ultimate expression of self-love is knowing who you are, having the sensitive of people or sensitivity of the people around me. And so the last step, which was the most hardest, because there's so many triggers, right? People trigger you and you're just like, all these old patterns show up and you're just like, okay, so I haven't worked through that. I got to look at that in myself first, have compassion to that experience. Where did I not still align that? Where in my world, in my reality, do I need to hone in on that? Work through that with those people, have compassion. And then now I can show up in that compassionate leadership component. And that now gives you a sovereign, what I call sovereign mindset to manifestation. Mm -hmm. That last and final step of sovereign mindset to manifestation is who we are as kings and queens living in our abundant, like king or queendom uh, or, you know, heaven on earth. If we decide to, to, to step into a sovereign mindset, right? And the reason I call it sovereign mindset of manifestation is because now you're open to believe what you want to believe. Mm-hmm. Right, because now you're sovereign to believe that everything is a direct path from your heart, amplified through the sovereign mindset to create your reality. Wow! Well, I hope everybody took notes on that, or go back and rewind and listen to the whole thing. <laughs> that was awesome. You know what I love about you, Eric, is every little piece of uh, what you teach, and and I you know, I've seen the things that you teach and obviously hearing this conversation today or having this conversation today with you, every little piece of wisdom that you have is, is driven by an experience, a personal experience that you have had. It's like, I went through this journey and then this is what came out, the trust piece of it, the balance piece of it, the inside out piece of it, the Um, The language, the report, like all the things that you're talking about and how they're interconnected with the experiences that you have had in your life. Now, Eric, I'm curious, what is what do you what are you doing now? What's new and happening? Do you have stuff coming up you want to share with everybody? Where can people find you now? I will tell you and everybody who's listening, 
All of your links will be in the show notes. Um, but tell us what's what's new and happening and what's coming up for you. Yeah, so uh, I'm creating, well, I've created a private equity firm uh, focused on redefining wealth. So uh, it's called Elevate Partners Capital, where we really redefine wealth by offering peace of mind. And so we're working with organizations that, you know, the greatest transfer of wealth is happening right now. So, you know, uh, the baby boomers, you know, whether they're retiring or they're moving on to their their next journey in life, uh, their businesses that have been delivered over the last 40, 50 years really have, they've created all of the amazing customers, all amazing experiences, all the amazing people. And those people need to be enhanced in a way that uh, the culture, I think, is changing in our physical space. So the, 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 the firm, we're really offering a place where from early stage to mid-market uh, businesses, how they can encourage this conscious entrepreneurship conscious awareness in business okay Mm. because it's a great art form business right like entrepreneurship is a beautiful art form if you recognize that people and culture are the fundamental practice like people and culture are are the most important part of any business and so if we're able to really enhance that level of experience for anybody that's involved in the stakeholders then we can rise to new occasions. So Elevate Partners Capital is really about bringing that to the marketplace and redefining what wealth means and how conscious wealth comes from the inside and not the outside. And by delivering that, we're, we're, we're not just going to be doing it at a, at a fund level at private equity, but also because I went to school for accounting and finance, my partners are like some of the greatest C- CPAs and uh, you know, they, they're operators, they're great at what they do. You know, I'm, I'm very much, you know, forward facing, but without them, I can't do what I do. So we're very much in this like beautiful unison. And so we're bringing also conscious entrepreneurship summit to, to the forefront where we'll be offering elevate, elevate coaching. Um, we'll be offering how you can tap into this heart set intelligence to really build this conscious wealth of yourself. And then you can apply it into any area of your life, right? Because health, wealth, and relationships is really about recognizing yourself, knowing that you have a responsibility to influencing yourself. And as a result, uh, you know, we're, we're doing a couple of retreats. So I'm hosting a retreat in Morocco in July. Uh, called Stepping Into Your Sovereign Leadership mm-hmm. and it, an Egyptian treasure one in August, uh, six days like down the Nile, uh, we'll be in Cairo, uh, really doing six days, five five nights in, in some of the most great, greatest places, really st- helping people step into this sovereign influence, sovereign leadership. And this is, is really uh, an embodiment of taking responsibility. Mm -hmm. So whether you're a CEO or whether you're somebody that wants to step into a new level of awareness, it's about embodying your sovereignty. You're embodying this wisdom because you see, we've been conditioned into a system that has the haves and the haves nots. 
And, and I don't believe in this system. I, I feel like this system is something that uh, created scarcity in a lot of people's conscious wealth, right? Mm-hmm. Because it, it became unconscious wealth. People don't know about their wealth, the wealth within them. And But wealth, let me ask you a question. What is wealth to you? Mm, For for me, from everything that I have learned, and this is a very non-traditional answer, but like for me, it's all the things that I experience internally. Mm -hmm. And do you feel at peace? Does it feel like when you're in a state of peace, do you feel wealthy? 100%. Right? So... So if people, I understand that, hey, if I had the sense of peace where I knew that everything that if I was following my, 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 my truest guidance system, I could actually create more, I could be more, I could accomplish more. Mm -hmm. And I had not only the tools, but I had the people around me to make it happen. Mm -hmm. Then I would totally lean on that conscious wealth. I would totally uh, incorporate it. So by having the right uh, investors, by having the right businesses, by having the right people, right. Mm -hmm. By having the right, uh, operations and by having the right systems, you're so much, you're going to jump into that heart set intelligence, that conscious wealth and Mm -hmm. go and make it happen. Mm -hmm. So the conscious economy ecosystem that we're building Mm -hmm. is about allowing people to tap into their emotional intelligence, to understand their conscious wealth, to step up as conscious entrepreneurs, and then to really illuminate a light for artists that want to step into that space so that they could follow the arts in their hearts. My gosh. I love that. It's like, it's like an inside out perspective or, or way for entrepreneurs and artists to express themselves. Like how do you tap into what's on the inside and be able to bring that wealth out on the outside because everything that we're exposed to when it comes down to wealth is such a push. But what you're describing based on what I'm understanding is like this conscious awareness around that and around influence and impact and all the things. So what a beautiful thing, Eric. I love that. Well, I, uh, I literally, I took pages of notes on my, on my notebook. I hope that you all did listening to this and, and Eric, is it okay if people contact you on, I know you're active on Instagram and social media, like where can people find you? Yeah, uh, definitely. Instagram is an amazing, uh, resource, uh, Mm -hmm. to connect with me. Uh, my, my website, ericbalance.com. And I also have a podcast mm-hmm. uh, called the Resilient Minds Podcast. So I, I share, I interviewed over 140 thought leaders on there from around the world during my time and all community leaders really doing and a great thing. And so there's an emergence of all of like wh- how we're going to, you know, really weave this beautiful golden thread together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you do such a beautiful job at it. So it's been it's been awesome to to have you on the show. Um, hey everyone, connect with Eric. Check out his retreats. Like I said, all the uh, links will be in the show notes. And I hope you enjoyed this session as much as I did this episode. And we'll see you on the next episode of Secret Lives of Expanders. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. I 
hope you enjoyed this episode and got some applicable nuggets to quantum leap your life and your practice. Be sure to subscribe to this channel and be the first to know when we release our next guest here on Secret Lives of Chiropractors. Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Nona Javid, D-J-A-V-I-D, to keep up with my not-so-secret life. And um, check out Elevate Club at www.elevate.me, and Elevate is spelled E-L-I-V-A-T-E. We'll see you at the next episode.